You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. Let's go. Let's get it. Gentlemen, welcome in. Purple Daily. Daily Vikings entertainment. I love when Judd sings on the I'm show. I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited. I love this time of year. I will always. <laughs> I mean, it gets better by the day. Reports starting to come out. It's just the start. It's like opening day of chaos. Dude, it is. Yeah, we are. We should have like a countdown clock with minutes and seconds to the NFL free agency period. We're still three weeks away from the league opening up and actual chaos happening. But in a week... From today, Kwesi and KOC will address the media at the Combine. Combine week is where the entire NFL world infiltrates downtown Indianapolis. Get some old fashions and an agent and a GM, and they start uh, yelling. Oh, let's hyper, hypothetically. I know we can't tamper, but yeah, between us, between you, me, and the fence post. Yeah, since I'm talking. What does Kirk, Kirk want to make next year? Since I'm talking to you about one of uh, your clients that I want to re-sign, let me ask you about that client that plays for the Lions. Yeah, if you, in theory, had uh, another client that, you know, was interested in exploring the market. So we'll get to the latest on Kirk Cousins here. A couple interesting things. And then some questions of the latest on Kirk Cousins. But a shout-out to our friends, Judd, at Livia, helping you get in great shape here to start 2024. Yep, exactly. Speaking of the combine, of course, that's the place where players are tested. And you ask, how do they get in shape? I'm not sure how they get in shape, but I know how you can get in shape. Same way Sports Day I did, lost 40 pounds a couple of years ago. Livia Weight Control Centers is going to help you do that tip-top shape. And uh, here's the best part, too. The offer on the table right now is first three months for free. So imagine that. We're to springtime. We're getting towards summer. You're feeling great. You're looking great. Perhaps there's a lot of clothes right now that you don't even want to try on because you're like, they're not going to fit. Well, guess what? With the program at Livia Weight Control Centers, those clothes are going to fit. And again, three months for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Program can be done virtually too. So if you're a Purple Daily viewer or listener, I don't know, let's say in Florida, guess what? Livia can work for you. Just visit Livia.com. That's how you get started. And thank you guys for uh, the warm reception to our draft party announcement yesterday. More details about tickets. And so admission is going to be free, but you will need a ticket. And we will have information about that hopefully in the next week, week and a half or so. But yeah, mark your calendars. Thursday, April 25th, first round of the draft, the third annual Purple Daily Draft Party at the Fillmore in Minneapolis. We're excited to take this thing to a new level here, boys. So let's start with the latest on Kirk Cousins. From Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated. I feel like Sports Illustrated has gotten rid of like a lot of credible people, but Albert Breer does remain a beacon of football coverage. So and I think they've got Monday, him on staff. 
I think Monday morning quarterback might be an offshoot somehow too. Yeah. Like it's some type of, because Peter King started it. So yeah, Sports Illustrated owns the intellectual property to Monday morning quarterback. So Peter King left and they kept the name of the old article series. Right. And so Albert Breer now just like sat in the Monday morning quarterback vehicle and he's he's driving driving it. Yeah. Speeding all over. (laughs) So here's what he writes. The current Minnesota brass really likes Cousins, but it's also been made clear that they're not going to go contractually where the previous regime did twice and give Cousins a fully guaranteed deal. The success Cousins had in the Sean McVay-Kyle Shanahan offense would ostensibly, it's a great word, ostensibly. It's a great word. Fantastic. Love it. Make him an attractive candidate to join new offensive coordinators in Las Vegas, Luke Getze, or Atlanta, Zach Robinson. So he's, you know, he's got this McVay Shanahan offensive KOC DNA. Las Vegas has some of that. Atlanta's going to have some of that. They have strong ties to the Shanahan coaching family. For what it's worth, the Vikings did touch base with Cousins Camp last week as they got their pre combine meetings going. So the lines of communication are still open. More clarity could come in Indianapolis next week. What do you make of the fully guaranteed thing that apparently right now, and this doesn't, I mean, this, I'm glad that somebody credible is confirming this. This is what we suspected, that the Vikings want flexibility. The Vikings would say, hey, we'd love you. You're kind of a bridge quarterback for us now. Age, injury. We've got, we're in position to maybe draft a quarterback, so we'd love for you to come back for a year, and then we can kind of play it by ear after that. And the Cousins camp is firmly entrenched in, no, I've built up enough of a resume here. I want some security, and there's a market for me. So unless you want to guarantee two or three years, this is a, this is a conversation that's not going to go anywhere. Um, I'm not surprised. And I, I think that this probably dates back to last March when, when the Cousins camp, clearly wanted to get the extension done back then. And the Vikings are like, yeah, we would too, but here's our terms. And the Cousins camp's like, okay, we'll pass. And I think the Cousins camp, I think Mike McCartney, Kirk's agent, actually presented some type of proposal for what they thought. And the Vikings said, no, hard pass on that. And so I guess my question is, what's really changed? Now, if Kirk was coming off a great season, not a great, what, first eight games, and then he got hurt, Perhaps that would change this conversation, but he's going to be 36 in August. He tore his Achilles and what actually might be a blessing in disguise. If you're the Vikings and want to move on is the fact that if you look at, at the free agent list of quarterbacks, Kirk, even at his age coming off the Achilles injury is easily the best quarterback out there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think it's, I think that this is setting up for, probably a divorce, but it's fine. It works. Like are the Vikings in a position? Kirk Cousins should take another run at 2018. Shouldn't he? Kirk Cousins should take another run at, let me go to a team that we feel is on the precipice. And he is never, and he has to know deep down in Kirk's heart that he is not like the final piece of like Patrick Mahomes is going to the giants. Uh, He's Kirk Cousins. He's very good, but he needs to go to a team that is prepared to win now. Now, is that the Falcons? We can debate that. But the fact is, I think what Breer reported is very much another, if, if there is going to be a divorce and it's going to be documented in the, in the, um, in the lawyer's uh, 
basically going through what led to that divorce. This is another piece. And as I sent you guys last night, the more you think about this, one one of the teams that would at least make sense to be sniffing around, San Francisco. So, Wow. So, okay, you just dropped a little reckless specula- uh, recklessly speculative well, super... bombshell there at the end of your I'm just, I'm just saying the more I do think, think that's Do you think that's a real thing? I mean, we've been on this since 2019, I think it, basically. But... I think until it doesn't happen, considering Kyle Shanahan's affection for Kirk, I think it at least has to be considered. And that's the one team that I think is prepared. Like, I will say this. There is no team, in my opinion, Kirk can go to and win a Super Bowl with unless you plop him on the 49ers and everything does go right because they have the infrastructure. So two things off that. One, Kyle Shanahan tried desperately to move off Jimmy Garoppolo the year Garoppolo won them the Super Bowl, right? Or not won them, won them the NFC and got them to the Super Bowl. Yep. Like the, the the whole conversation after that was, well, Jimmy's not good enough even though he was good enough to get us to the Super Bowl and have a 10-point lead, I think, in the second half of the Super Bowl, we got to move on. So then they went into, like, trance mode. Okay, what, what can we do to get our actual quarterback of the future? So they bundle up a bunch of capital. They move up. They go get Trey Lance. And about a year later, they're like, ah, yeah, um, not as impressive as we thought, not as athletic as we thought. Let's move on from him into, into Brock Purdy. What we don't know is how much they love Brock Purdy compared to where they were at with Garoppolo. But we do know that Kyle Shanahan is much more willing to move off adequate quarterback options or I would say like sunk cost quarterback. Options. Like most teams would say, well, we put all this into Trey Lance. We got to we got to at least try him for a full season, not the 49er man like they are. You, you never really know what they're thinking. And they're so desperate at this point to keep this window open. They've got major cap issues. Those conversations behind the scenes with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are super interesting. Mm -hmm. They'd have to pull some cap magic to make that happen. You wouldn't just be plopping Kirk onto the same exact roster, I don't think. They'd have to make a couple tweaks. But the other thing you said is Kirk should chase his next opportunity to go 2018 Kirk. You know, Kirk bet on himself in Washington. He didn't take a contract that he didn't feel comfortable with so that he could hit the open market and go sign with a team that'll pay him money and a team that's ready to win right now. And that was the Vikings in 2018. How many teams out there right now, besides San Francisco, are at the same level as the Vikings were in 2018? And are the Vikings in a position to do what they did in 2018? Like, are they a Kirk Cousins away from going deep in the playoffs, NFC Championship game, 12-13 wins, being a Super Bowl contender? No. The 2022... Vikings O'Connell's first team that ran things back was in a better position than this team currently. I mean that that was your chance with 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 that incarnation because you ran it back. You brought everybody back. You had some nice pieces and you lost in the first round after winning thirteen games. So no, I I don't feel that this is the best chance. And the reality is that is this too. If you bring Kirk back on the contract, Kirk once, Daniel's gone. Hunter is almost certainly gone, and if and if he's gone, you're gonna be you know you, you can only again you can only ask Brian Flores to turn water into wine x amount of times. Like imagine showing up at training camp next year, ninety nine's gone, right? And and, and you're like, Beeflo, let's do it again. 
you flow is going to tell you what you could do with yourself. And I'm on, on a family show, sports dad can't say that. When you look at the other teams, though, that are quarterback away, like the Kirk Cousins away 2018 version of the Vikings, and we briefly talked about this uh, probably like a month ago, do the Miami Dolphins look at their quarterback situation and say, man, our roster is there, our coach is there, we are in a very competitive conference that has a uber-deep class of quarterbacks, it's going to be hard to compete, but roster-wise, talent-wise, God, we are knocking on the door. We should be competing with the Chiefs, should be competing with the Ravens. I look at the Dolphins as one of those teams, but like just looking at Super Bowl, the best teams with the Super Bowl odds right now, which, by the way, the Niners do have the best odds to get to the Super Bowl next year after losing it to the Chiefs. They're plus 500 right now if you want to make a bet on that. But the Chiefs have their quarterback situation figured out. The Ravens, the Bills, the Cowboys, Lions. Maybe there's some murkiness there in the future with Jared they Goff. Pay, but, they got to pay Goff, yeah. But they're yeah. going to probably pay him. The Bengals are fine. The Eagles are fine. The Dolphins are the one to me that, of those 9, 10 teams I just listed, the only one I can see, you know what, let's move off this quarterback, even though he's younger and cheaper, and let's get the established guy because we are a quarterback away from making a run. Yeah, there's a couple teams like that, the Dolphins and the Niners, that on the surface you'd say, oh, yeah, they have, they have their young quarterback and they're doing fine. Now the Dolphins have to make a decision on paying Tua. The Niners don't have to make that decision on Brock Purdy for another like two years. In fact, they can't even address his contract until at least next offseason or maybe the offseason after that. So they're in a decent spot. But, man, I, the Niners thing, I, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about this today, but Judd floated it out there. It's perfect for Kirk because it's the coach that he's always wanted to work with. It's a more souped-up version of the car that he's driving right now. He's got a more vast array of weapons. You know, the offensive line's a little shaky in San Francisco once you get past Trent Williams, so they might have to make a tweak or two there. But that team is ready to rock and roll. Would they determine, even after Brock Purdy just led the NFL in like six or seven key quarterbacking categories, would they determine, despite that, this is our one shot to get Kirk Cousins where he belongs, which is a Kyle Shanahan system. Would they make a move like that? The the odds, the common sense odds say no, but as you put, pointed out, Phil, they've made some really ballsy, weird moves. Like the Trey Lance thing, no one does that. Yeah. Who who else trades up to get the what third pick? And literally before the guy gets a real chance, because he got hurt. You know what? He he didn't lose that, that job. Two years ago, he was the starter, and he got hurt, and they bailed on it. Like, that is so – that's damn near unprecedented, I think, for a pick that high. And so if there's one wild card team, and the other way that, that, that you could potentially perceive this is, I mean, Brock Purdy was the last pick of the draft. So we all, of course, think Tom Brady's a sixth-round pick. Brock Purdy's a seventh-round pick. Mm-hmm. Is that how San Francisco thinks? Or do they think, yeah, he's really good, and we appreciate what he's done. But one, he's not a sunk cost. Like, there's no cost. He's, yeah. uh, you, you literally went to, you know, the dime store and found this great product. But do you think that Kirk Cousins is a superior product? And so, like, I think San Francisco's opened the door to this conversation, at least being viable. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines, 
and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Yeah, it's it's uh, right now in terms of like the betting markets. So DraftKings has we went we we did the bookies.com odds, but that was for entertainment purposes. I think DraftKings might actually have it open, but DraftKings latest odds have the Vikings, the Falcons, Raiders, Steelers and Commanders. I think the Commanders are third. So it's like Vikings, Falcons, Commanders, Raiders and Steelers on the list of teams he could go to. The Dolphins are not really, they'd be a yeah. sleeper sort of mystery team. And the Niners until something actually gets reported. So among those teams, if you put Kirk Cousins as quarterback of the Vikings again, of the Falcons, of the Steelers, of Raiders, of the Commanders, which of those teams would be the best in 2024? Or give me like your top three in order. Okay, I got to give this a so Vikings. So yeah. all of these teams have we've cloned Kirk Cousins five five times <laughs> yeah. over. We got five yeah. Kirk Cousins. Okay, so you get the Raiders. Five Kirk Co chains. Okay, it would sound something like this. You like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? Too much Kirk. <laughs> Too much Kirk. Okay, so you got the Falcons, the Vikings, the Raiders, Steelers, the Steelers. Raiders, and Commanders, and Commanders. I know the Commander sounds crazy, but new ownership, new front nah, office, new crazy. coaching it's, staff. It's not crazy. It's, it's not it's crazy. Familiar territory. And first of all, the the reality is probably like the the genuine thought process, in my opinion, is for Kirko to say, "What gives me the best chance to win a Lombardi?" Like I want that Lombardi, right? Only after he gets a certain amount of money. Well, exactly. Right? So you're okay. probably, as, as you said with uh, Dugues on our Tuesday scoop session, the reality is Mike McCartney and Kirk are probably playing their Super Bowl right now. So. This is about okay. Where am I going to get the guarantees? Where am I going to get get the pot? Do you think confetti fall? Do you think there's a Gatorade bath in the cousins' household once they secure the bag again? Oh man, the Falcons just offered a third guaranteed year. Do you remember Purple Gatorade? Do you remember that documentary when when he worked the Jets to get the Vikings? Yeah, and is there I a high five in there somewhere. I don't think I've I ever seen remember. him so giddy. He's talking to Julie, and he's like, "We got what we want." The confetti's coming down. And, and his kids are Jim, high-fiving Jim them. Nance, Jim Nance comes in to do the interview. And now, Kirk, congratulations on your fourth ironclad guaranteed contract. What must it feel like? Hello, friends. So I think the Falcons are the best of, of, of these teams because the, the Falcons have weapons as well. And here's the other question, okay? Can Kirk function with, with, uh, with a former Rams OC now? Can Kirk function... It, in a screen in a screen game with Bashan Robinson, which will be fantastic if he can. Mm-hmm. Like the Vikings just don't have that. I think Kirk has a like Kirk is better at the screen game than maybe the than the results that, of right? the Viking screens of yeah. Like like with uh, Stefanski, he's shown that. Yeah. So I think the Falcons are one. Um, Steelers have George Pickens running down the field. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers, I'm not as high on, but the the Raiders have one of the best wide receivers in the league in Devontae Adams. They've got the, Max Crosby on defense. The Raiders they were an be, eight win team last year. The Raiders might be two. The Vikings three. The Steelers four. The Commanders five. 
But I don't think that that stops him from going to Washington. Because, again, like you said, new coaching staff completely, new owners. I don't think he disliked the area at all. I think they, mm-hmm. they in, enjoyed it. And we know Kirk – I think Kirk likes being familiar with a place, which means Atlanta, Minnesota, and Washington are all places he's been now. I have a completely different list, not even the remotely the same of the of the five that Judd gave. Declan's like, Declan's like number one, Packers. Number no, one, Packers. Like. No, with those five teams, <laughs> the, the Vikings are still the best team with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins' best fit is with this year's Vikings. You still have Justin Jefferson. You still have Jordan Addison. You have a coach you're familiar with. Your defense took the right path. The Vikings are still the best team with Kirk Cousins on this, for me. I really, I really think so. The Steelers last year were a competent quarterback away from being really good. Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. stunk. Mason Rudolph is a jag. Mike Tomlin kind of has one more last gasp in here to kind of make sure he can submit, solidify his legacy even more. And even though that division is stacked, if you put Kirk Cousins in it, the Steelers are in the conversation 100%. So I had the Steelers Can, Kenny second. Pickett, 13 touchdowns in two years. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah, not, he's not good at football. <laughs> he is awful. Uh, I have the Falcons third. Falcons make sense. The personnel's there. The personnel's been like this hidden gem. Like, oh, they just haven't been unlocked yet because of buffoonery of head coaching. But also like, hey, maybe those guys also just aren't as good as people say they are either. Like, it's been two, three years. I know they haven't had a good quarterback. I I get the enticingness there. You put Kirk Cousins there. Those guys probably get better stats and look a lot better than they are. But there's a reason, too, that they haven't really popped up. And I had the commies and Raiders, commanders and Raiders fourth and fifth. I mean, the Raiders, I, I love what Anthony, Antonio Pierce did there, but it's the Raiders. Like, I need to see sustained success with the Raiders to really believe in anything. And the Commanders, I, I get again, I get some of the lore there, but I would have the Vikings still as the best situation for Kirk Cousins, at least among those five teams. Yeah, I would go, I think all of them, I'm trying to think of if any of them wouldn't get better. I think all of them would get better than their previous situations, except for the Vikings because they already had Kirk Cousins. So the Vikings get better because they would be replacing Nick Mullins mm-hmm. and Joshua Dobbs with Kirk Cousins, but they're not going to get like five games better. I think there's a lot of people out there that despite the one in four start, oh, yeah. think, man, if Kirk hadn't gotten hurt, the oh, Vikings yeah. were going to go win like 11 or 12 games. Yeah. I don't know that they win the Falcons game with Kirk. I think Joshua Dobbs, shockingly, having not met any of his teammates, <laughs> was like sort of uniquely positioned to do what they needed to do in that game. Mm-hmm. But I would say, I, th- I still think the Falcons are number one. I mean, they won seven games last year with a lame duck head coach Arthur that Smith inspired nobody. Yeah. He didn't and, use any of those w- weapons. Correct. And Desmond Ritter was the quarterback, which yeah. is what Arthur Smith would say. I need a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter. Uh, so I, I still think Falcons, I would pr- probably put the Vikings number two getting the band back together. This is the thing about Kirk, and this is what, maybe this is another question for us. If he leaves the Vikings for one of these other teams, and I'd probably put the Raiders like number three, because they won eight games. They've, they've got some, some mojo going there right now with Antonio Pierce. They've got weapons. But if he leaves for any of these other teams, how would you best describe what that team is getting when they acquire Kirk Cousins? Like, what's the biggest thing we've learned about a Kirk Cousins-led team for the last six years? And I would describe it this way. You are getting one of the highest floor quarterbacks in the NFL. A guy that rarely pisses away games. 
a guy that rarely gets hurt up until the Achilles tear last year, and now maybe that changes because he's 36 years old, and you are going to be train wreck proof. And a couple of these organizations could use that. Like the Falcons have been a train wreck at times. The Raiders have been an embarrassment over the, the last 20 right years. Now. The Love Commanders. Like, if you're an organization looking to train wreck proof yourself and guarantee that you don't go 4-13, and 13, Kirk Cousins is your guy. You're going to win eight, nine, or ten games, almost certainly if he stays healthy. But you're also getting a glass ceiling quarterback where, especially if he's going to make 40 or $45 million, you're probably not winning 13 or 14 games, except that one time with the Vikings. I, I get that there's outliers, and you're probably not going to the Super Bowl based on his history. So if you're a franchise looking for a, a higher floor, awesome, fire away. If you're a franchise looking to win a Super Bowl, the evidence just isn't there, but that's okay. He can be a step in the right direction for you. He is the ultimate keeping up with the Joneses QB purchase because he's a professional. He's professional. He looks great on your lawn. You oh, live the neighbor's in got some new landscaping. Yeah, what? You live in Edina yeah. and next door, they just brought a new Jag and you're like, I'm going to get a nice car. And your wife's like, well, we can't afford a Jag. But so you get a nice car. But you know what? You paid too much. You put a spoiler on your uh, Camry. And now the mortgage is due, and you're like, well, we really can't pay the whole mortgage, too. And so you got you to gotta slice this off to do that. He is the Kirk Cousins at the end of the day becomes the ultimate living above your means purchase. You're leasing. You're leasing Kirk Cousins. You're not owning that car. You're but renting, you... you're renting yeah. that car. That's an affordable payment, hopefully. For you that you're not, not that See, you're not that you're not committing it's not, to. It's not affordable but, at all. But, but you just hit the but you house just hit poor the key man. Thing. Mm-hmm. You just hit the key. You can't thing. go to a it's nice not. restaurant. Yeah. Hey, look. Yep. As Phil has said forever, if Kirk is affordable, you would take him in a heartbeat. Like if Kirk Cousins came crawling back to TCO today, it's like, guys, I'm sorry. You know what? Twenty five mil. Let's go. Awesome. Let's roll. You'd be baby. like, dude, you are in. signed, sealed, and delivered. A hundred percent in. A hundred percent in. And that's where I, like, if I'm Quasi and I get that he's probably getting pressure from ownership, he's probably getting pressure from KOC, hey, let's bring him back as a bridge, bring him back as a bridge. You say, yeah, I'd like him back as a bridge too, but he's literally trying to get two or three years guaranteed, and he's going to go test the market. If we don't if we don't hit that request before March 13th, he's going to go test the market, and now it's out of our control. I would just say right now, going into the combine, hey, next week, Everyone's going to be, the entire NFL world's going to be in Indianapolis. We need a resolution by the end of the combine, by the end of February, basically, is what I would tell his camp. And I would say, we want you back, reasonable price, one-year guarantee, options open for both of us after 2024. Do you want to come back in that scenario? You're going to be our bridge guy. He's going to say no. I was going to say, so yeah. I, I would make him say no. You know the and then I would shake his hand firmly and I would wish him luck in Atlanta or Nevada or wherever he winds up. Like, I am not doing... Doogie keeps talking about, will they guarantee 2026? I'm not guaranteeing 2025 to a 36-year-old non-elite quarterback coming off an Achilles. And let's be, let's be extremely clear here. I, I know it's not of immediate um, expiration, but the reporting that's being done on on... Jefferson's contract, to me, has moved him to a far greater concern if you're the Vikings than Kirk is. I know the answer on Kirk. Like, I'm much more concerned about how much does – if Justin Jefferson truly wants a guaranteed contract fully, 
we got problems here. Like we potentially have problems. So I'm past the Kirk thing. My bandwidth is done. I've tried and and it, it, it's fine. It's absolutely okay. fine. So what if, what if you have, you have the, the, cause the Kirk conversation is more urgent than the Jefferson conversation because like free agents, Jefferson's not a free agent. It is to us, but I'm saying think, eternally it shouldn't be. Right. It's, but in terms of timeline, like you're yeah, going to finalize your Kirk decision in right. the next couple weeks. Right. And let's say you guys decide to part ways. Hey, we have to go get two or three years guaranteed. And and you, the Vikings, are saying correctly, I think, yeah, we can't do that, man. We can't. We want you back, but we we got to go year to year with you at this point. We just, we got to have flexibility. And now you have to take that conversation to Jefferson and his representatives. And I do think if you just give Jefferson what he wants, which is a ton of guaranteed money and the highest paid he'll non-quarterback, sign. he'll sign regardless of what the quarterback situation is. 100%. But if you're kind of lowballing him on that front already and you go to him and his representatives and say, I know we haven't met your demands for a contract. And we just hugged it out with Kirk. It was amicable. It was great. You know, he hung on to the hug a little longer than I would have been comfortable with, but it's great. Like he's going to go to Atlanta. He's going to have a good time. His wife's family is from there. Yeah. That impacts those discussions too. But it would be it would be nice. I, I'm a little wary about paying any non quarterback thirty five million dollars a year. But it would be nice if you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round, a JJ McCarthy or a Jaden Daniels, yep, to have a car to sit in that includes Justin Jefferson, and you Absolutely. could afford it more if you're not also paying forty million dollars for a quarterback. Yeah, right? but if there's a but if there is a, but if indeed Jefferson is looking for potentially an un, unprecedented guarantee for his position, and you're like no. And keep in mind, too, the Vikings in 2018 impressed a lot of people with, with the Kirk contract, but I think internally the league hated it, right? Because, like, it oh, sets yeah, a new precedent. precedent. Yeah. So are you going to and are you going to now set a precedent at a position? I don't think there's a bunch of fully get guaranteed, unless, I, unless I've missed reports left and right. I don't think there's a bunch of fully guaranteed contracts out there for positions beyond QB. And no. so are you going to do that as well? What I'm saying is this puts you in a position to at least have to make tough decisions, but you need to make them. And quite frankly, wouldn't you guys be a little bit surprised if the Kirk thing is not at least internally agreed to as it's probably done? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see either side now, unless the Vikings completely collapse here and like you say, okay, we'll give, give you what you want, in which case I lose all respect for them. Don't don't you think the Kirk thing is largely decided? See, that's a good question. I think I think that there's a lot of fans that listen to this and watch this and and hear you say that and think this is just fear mongering. This is just like clickbait fear mongering. He's going to come back. This is just a dead period. There's no deadline here, so it's like it's going to happen. I agree with you. It, it, but I but I would have said that like two years ago too. I mean, I thought the new regime signaled okay, this is a good chance for a reset. And to this point, they've just continued to go back to the same well. So until they actually break up, I'm still going to be sure. on the fence about what what they are thinking you. internally. Sorry, Dex. I feel like the combine, too, is going to... The, the Cousins market is going to you know start those whisperers of what... What what could you give us? Right? What could you give us? Arthur Smith stunk, so you have a right. new coach and your weapons are right. really good. So they'll gauge that market, but... If they figure out that they're not getting the real top dollars that he would get on the open market and those internal discussions, 
I do think there's backpedaling back to the Vikings on the Cousins camp saying, okay, let's let's play ball back towards your guys' figures and your type of numbers because we're not actually hearing what we want. I think this next week at the Combine, we're, we're going to figure out exactly where they're at. I think the Vikings have done their part, right? Like, they're not going to exceed their part. I think that part is pretty much cemented in stone, but if the Cousins camp isn't hearing what they like at the Combine with those tampering talks or whatever the heck it is, that's when they come back to the Vikings and say, okay, let's play ball with you. It's my experience that to... To your point, and it's a perfect point, but it's been my experience at the perfect combine. Wow. The, the quarter, the quarterback, the quarterback market like this rarely gets suppressed. Yeah, like I think you're going to hear figures that really surprise you because mm-hmm. they're going to be higher, mm-hmm. and that's where I think the Vikings can peacefully. I think when this is all said and done, Quazy, the Wills, and Kevin O'Connell, their heads can all hit the pillow very comfortably because I don't think that it's going to be a gnashing of the teeth we might have screwed the pooch on this one mm-hmm. i think it's going to be a best of luck but what the falcons are doing in our opinion is crazy yeah let's do a couple more things to wrap this show declan found a link here from espn.com's matt bowen and he has a full list of the top 50 nfl free agents and where he thinks the best fits are for each of them and so there's two prominent vikings in the top 10 Daniil and Kirk, and then we'll see if if there's any other in the top 50 that are going to the Vikings or coming in from the external part. So we'll get to that. And one of the Mount Rushmore mockers has spoken again today with an updated mock draft. So we, we got to get to the Daniel Jeremiah mock draft here after we shout out our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So Federated's been a longtime partner of ours here at Score North, even going back to the 1500 ESPN days when It's been Judd and I have been doing a show together for 10 years. And so Federated has supported us throughout the entire time. Face-to-face, eye-to-eye is one of the many things that makes Federated Insurance stand out in the insurance industry. Their corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all interactions and decision-making. You can find out how Federated can help elevate your business at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. Also, our friends at Zero Res are here to deep clean your home. If you're just vacuuming and light dusting, eh, you might want to call Zero Res. Get a little bit deeper into that carpet, deeper into those air ducts. If you call Zero Res today and ask for the Score North special, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway as well. This month takes $75 off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. 9520 res or com. Say you want the Scorn Earth special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. And a reminder that we, so we're changing here in the next couple of weeks, our merchandise platform. It'll still be at scornearth.com slash shop. But as we shift behind the scenes to a new platform, everything right now through the end of the month is 20% off the Before I Die swag, Victory Monday, Purple Daily, Flagrant Howls, Logoed Gear. You can find it all at scorenorth.com slash shop. Use the promo code SALE at checkout. That's SALE at checkout for 20% off. Okay, boys. Declan found this article, ESPN.com. I'll just uh, rip the bandaid off for you Cousins Crusaders. He's going to Atlanta, according to this Best Fit article. The Vikings should be in the mix to re-sign Cousins, but I think he fits really well with Atlanta under new offensive coordinator Zach Robinson. 
who worked under Sean McVay in Los Angeles. So he'd basically be going to the next Kevin O'Connell. Yep. It works well for Cousins in both the play action and drop back passing game. And it goes on to explain how great he was before tearing the Achilles. He would upgrade. He'd be an upgrade under center for an Atlanta offense that has plenty of young offensive talent. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bajan Robinson. And then the eighth ranked free agent is Daniil Hunter. Best fit for him. ESPN.com says the Rams, they've got money to spend in free agency. Imagine Aaron Donald on the inside and Daniil so Hunter on. off the edge, dude. So the Rams what? might go full Rams? I guess full Rams would be uh, I'd like to apologize an ironic twist on the way this, out, this outcome plays out. So it says adding Hunter would give the Rams a productive veteran force opposite Bry- uh, Byron Young, who had eight sacks as a rookie, and with Aaron Donald. On the interior. Oh my God. Before I get to there's they have one of the top fifty later on here going to the Vikings. If the next month plays out like this, and Kirk goes to Atlanta and Daniil goes to the Rams, what do you do now? Like what is your roadmap going forward now if you're the Vikings? Just become a Bears fan. Oh, if you're the Vikings. Um I mean your roadmap is you're gonna have you're 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 gonna be uh have or be Headed towards a ton of salary cap space. Like, I think if you can, you know what this com- comes down to? Flat out, if these things take place, which, by the way, they very well might. Like, like it's not, it's certainly not absurd to think the Cousins and Hunter, when the new league year starts, will sign contracts elsewhere. The reality is you're going to have to draft really, really well. And if you don't, nothing else matters. Yeah. And that's been the case. Like, that's a huge reason why they're yeah. kind of in the But I'm just saying, you're going to have cap space. But but the cap space pays off when you start to fill in with draft picks who are contributing, right? Like, that's that's the key thing. And so, at the end of the day, unless you fortify your depth and start to get some absolutely key pieces through the draft, you're either going to go into a cycle of probably being bad, which which the Vikings rarely do, and or a cycle of trying to tread water. But this is where you also have a chance to draft a quarterback. This is also a chance where you might have a bad 2024 and have a bunch of high picks again. So, like, it's not a death sentence, and it's not a rebuild of, like, oh, it's going to take a long time. I think it's a really good opportunity to hit a reset button, which I firmly believe this franchise needs to do. If it plays out this way and you don't you don't get Hunter back, you don't get Cousins back. Uh-huh. What does JJ think? You know, this is where the JJ conversation, because this, by the way, this is a likely scenario, man. Where's my money, man? Like Brian, the dog. Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's where's my money, man? Where's my money? But Daniil's going to be seeking the biggest payday because he hasn't gotten that in his career. Right. So it's, it's going to be more about payday probably for him. Now, if it's close, maybe he comes back to the Vikings, but it's very likely a team with more money bears. If the Rams want to go in this direction, right? Like there's other teams in the mix too. Yep. Jaguars are going to be on the hunt for no pun intended, a last piece to their Super Bowl contendership. Yep. So this is this is a scenario that's not implausible. Does JJ then say, I mean, I want the bag, but if you're the Vikings, do you do you then just consider well, trading right. him? Like this See, is you just hit on the key thing though, and people aren't <laughs> discussing this. Justin Jefferson. Now, throughout if he stays here and this team struggles and scuffles. Could he eventually go full Stefan Diggs? Absolutely he could. He's a receiver. Who knows? But right now, 
as we talk about this, if the Vikings are willing to give Jefferson what he wants in guarantees, and that's an if, if they are, I think, Phil, what you just broached is far more a Vikings question than a Jefferson question. Yeah. Like, I don't think Jefferson is going to say, well, you're going to, you're going to give me three full guaranteed years, but I'm really concerned about the state of the franchise right now. So trade me. So I think the question is what you said, which is if you're the Vikings, do you say, is this a smart investment right now? Or are we hitting a reset hard enough that it actually makes sense to at least explore if somebody will give us the bag for Justin. And I know fans hate that. They don't want to hear that, but I think you hit it perfectly from a Vikings angle far more than Jefferson one. So again, this will all play out in the next month, one way or the other. So it's really interesting. Now, to make up for the loss of Kirk Cousins and Daniel Hunter, ESPN.com does have the Vikings signing the 38th ranked free agent on their list. Cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, who was most recently with the Tennessee Titans. So he's 26 and a half years old. He was the 90th ranked cornerback out of 127 last year, according to Pro Football Focus. 26th out of 118 the year before in 2022. I think he's a former like second day draft pick, second or third round. He was a second round pick. Okay. But PFF has the contract at one year, $4 million. So you'd just be bringing in like a veteran, fairly experienced cornerback with maybe some more upside, six feet tall. Right. Yeah. Just a guy that's going to come in, play 800 snaps for you. Yep. So, yeah, just. Interesting times ahead here for. I'm not down about this though. Like, no, if 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 this is done right, I I think that the scenario that we just painted could be refreshing. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom. It doesn't have to be ten years of rebuilding like the Lions. I think you just have to sort of trust that there's enough here, right? You've got offensive tackles. You've got high draft picks, especially if you trade Justin Jefferson. And Kirk is comfortable, but at the but at the end of the day. That incarnation of things didn't work. Like, Kirk is comfortable. We all know Kirk. Extremely likable on Netflix. But it did, like, I I think people, and this is a, I think this is a very Midwest Minnesota thing. And includes me, too. We like comfort. And Kirk is comfortable. And, And so, is bringing Kirk back in the mind of some, you know what? I like Kirk. Kirk plays pretty well. Yeah. But it didn't work. It just didn't. Yep. And maybe it'll work for somebody else. I don't know. Maybe it'll work for the uh, go Atlanta try Falcons here. All right. Let's do a mock. I want a mock. mock. Daniel Jeremiah 2.0. He's on the Mount Rushmore of mockers for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. There's one interesting thing here. I thought. Go ahead. NFL.com. Yeah, I have not seen this. I'm, I'm going through this with the audience here. So Caleb Williams, number one of the Bears. Drake May, number two to the Commanders. Marvin Harrison Jr., number three to the Patriots. That, to me, is the fly in the ointment of the Jefferson trading trading Jefferson to New England thing. Because they could just say, well, why wouldn't we just take the cheaper, younger Marvin Harrison Jr.? So Cardinals take Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. Chargers take Joe Alt, Notre Dame offensive tackle. Giants then take the sliding Jaden Daniels at six. Interesting. Titans take Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State, seven. Falcons take J.J. McCarthy, eight. Yep. Bears take Roma Dunze, Washington wide receiver, ninth. 
Jets take Talese Fuaga, Oregon State offensive tackle 10th, and that leaves the Vikings with the 11th overall pick. Do we take the fifth quarterback off the board or go in a different position? They go Dallas Turner, Alabama edge rusher, and Daniel Jeremiah writes, I wouldn't rule out the Vikings drafting a quarterback early, but I'm not sure they'll have the ammunition to trade up for one. With Daniel Hunter heading for free agency, they address the need for pass rush help. I want a mock. Mock. So, I tend to agree with you that, that there that there's definitely the the emergence or the presence of two top ten wide receivers in this draft do put a flight in, in the ointment of a Jefferson trade. But what Daniel Jeremiah suggests here also creates a really intriguing opportunity that we've discussed briefly before, which is this: the Chargers at five if Jaden Daniels is falling. Hmm. Quasi talks to, to his buddy Jim, says, hey, Jim, do you have your GM's number? Yep. Can I? Do you get up to five? Yep, that's definitely, that's a swing spot, right? That that Because I think the Cardinals are going to want to stick, but I don't know. The Cardinals could trade back and take another wide receiver. True. So four True. and five are kind of Creates interesting. Creates an interesting scenario, though, if things don't go chalk with those three quarterbacks. Yep. Yep, it is. And speaking of the draft, don't forget, mark your calendars, Thursday, April 25th. We want to see as many of you as possible at the Fillmore in Minneapolis. More details to come on how you can get your tickets, which are free. We will have a VIP level as well, so we're going to announce all of this in the next couple weeks. But it's the third annual Purple Daily Draft Party at the Fillmore in Minneapolis, Thursday, April 25th. We have never performed before in a place with chandeliers. Yep. Nah, never done right. Nope. Never Actually, been in a place what? with chandeliers. My dad's old condo had a chandelier in it. And I did some shows from there. So I, I do have it. some experience. Oh, do you? I love chandeliers. Just reeks of class. Is, which is going to be, be uncomfortable for us. Yeah. We are Almost not definitely. Very no, not at all. But I mean, those not are gorgeous all. chandeliers at the Fillmore. Yes, we are excited to see you guys and to hang out underneath chandeliers on April 25th. Well, I'll be the underneath chandeliers. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily. <laughs>